0: Thanks. Afternoon, common. and welcome to Sports Fix with me, Ben Cullen. I missed you last week, but we are coming in hot with today's show. Red Bull's Max Verstappen survived a mid-race downpour to win the Monaco Grand Prix from Aston Martin's Fernando Alonso. Verstappen appeared to be cruising at the front, but his race was given added jeopardy by his team delaying his pit stop in an attempt to make it coincide with the rain. Had Alonso been given treaded tyres, his stop while Verstappen was still on untreaded slicks, looked as if it might have led to the Spaniard taking the lead. But Alonso had to stop again for intermediate tyres on the following lap when Verstappen did the same, and any victory chances were gone. Verstappen's win, his fourth in six races this year, moved him 39 points clear of teammate Sergio Perez in the championship. Miami Heat halted the Boston Celtics' remarkable fight back in the Eastern Conference Finals, clinching their deciding match 103-84 to to reach their NBA Finals. Jimmy Butler starred, scoring 28 points, 7 rebounds and 6 assists, as the Heat, who led the seven-game series 3-0 before being pegged back to a 3-all, reached this year's showpiece. The first eight seeds to reach the Finals since the New York Knicks in 1999, The Heat will play the Denver Nuggets in the best of seven finals. Game one was played this morning local time and game two is on Monday morning. Derek White's dramatic buzzer beater in game six had tied the series giving the Celtics hope of becoming the first side in the NBA history to overturn a 3-0 deficit in a playoff final. Whoever lifts the FA Cup this weekend will have even more to celebrate than usual. As well as the local bragging rights being at stake, Premier League champions Manchester City and League Cup holders Manchester United know the winner of a first major cup final between the two will be celebrating a rare double. City also have the dream of a treble, knowing victory against their neighbours would leave them just needing to beat Inter Milan in next Saturday's Champions League final to make it a feat achieved by only one other club in English football. And that team to win a Premier League, FA Cup and European Cup in one season? Yes, Manchester United. And the desire to keep their historic achievement in 1999 to themselves is obvious. It all makes for some cup final. I'm now delighted to welcome back Rhys Jones and Pete Laverick to the show. They are two former rugby players and now High Rock's competitors. I do want to give some more context for the actual race itself. So how it works is there's there's the, the two gentlemen will, will take on all of the running, but then the stations are split however you wish. So there's a thousand metre row and you can split that however you want. Pete, can you let us know? roughly how you did split the stations? Did you go straight down the middle? How did that look?
1: Yeah, it was, uh, it's, it was a lot of debate, this conversation, a lot of trial and error in our training. Um, we we pretty much went straight down the middle. Um, from all of our conditioning sessions and practice, we, we're, we're pretty strong. We're both pretty similar on, on all the stations, but fortunately for us, the ones that I'm slightly stronger at, um, you know the ones I'm stronger at, and the one Reese is strongest at are, are all the different stations. So it's it's kind of perfect for our um, strategy. Um, Reese is Reese about ten kilos lighter than me, so any bodyweight one, Reese is carrying the front of the load there. We did we split the burpees so Reese would do more. Um, we also split the wall balls, so Reese would do more there as well because he's he was a lot stronger um, than I am at the wall balls. Um, but then that meant the stations before that, I would carry some more of the load, so that Reese was more fresh to, to finish on the wall. So um, the only thing we went ad hoc on and uh, ran an audible was the was the rowing where we were going to go 50-50 and um we restarted to do the first first half and and it was basically you could just see that he was just fatiguing a bit quicker um than we'd expected so we just split that stopped him at 400 and then I did the 600 after um so pretty much 50 but but we we tailored a couple of the stations sure so as much strategy goes in no one knows how your body's going to be feeling at the time anyway we we, we do say every station we go into we're like Okay, this is our strategy, but we've got to be we've got to be adaptable because, like as as we said, rowing, Reese was um, Reese was fatigued. Um, the the farmers carry. I was pretty fatigued this time actually. So yeah, we've got to be able to to run an audible on the play and just be like Reese, please help me. <laughs> yeah, as well as just you know being a human body, some
0: days you just don't feel great. Like you've got no reason to explain it. You've you've hit all of your recovery, your
1: food and they, you still may not get there. It's the same with the running as well. Um, like we we basically said before going into it, we had a time in our head, like an average time that we wanted to to hit each kilometer. But um, we said, right, let's just ride the momentum when we feel good. Like For example, the first K, you're probably not going to be that fatigued because of the adrenaline and everything like that. So let's recover when we need to recover. Um, take, take a breather in like the first 200 meters of each run and then um, let's just ride that momentum when we actually get a good buzz on again and uh, we get that adrenaline from the crowd so let's just up the pace a bit
0: Got it. Reese. how are you feeling going into to the next race, which is obviously just a couple of weeks well, less than two weeks away now, you can't really get fitter in that time, but do you think you've got room to improve? The competition will be completely different given you're all going to be good runners um, whereas perhaps you were the strongest in your wave this time round. So yeah, how do you th- think you can improve going for the next one?
2: Well, finally, by going into this competition, we actually feel as though it might favour us a little bit because we're using the pro um, sort of weights and stuff. So that means that the sleds and all that sort of stuff will be heavier. Um, And where me and Pete thrive is is in those stations. That's where we sort of typically tend to get um, the highest in terms of times and um, sort of how quickly we get through them. So um, it will be quite interesting to see what, how we get on in that comp. I mean both Pete and I are, not, are going there sort of knowing we're not we're not looking to podium finish or anything like that having looked at other people's times. There are people that are sort of well ahead of us. Um but I think we might surprise ourselves in terms of how we can how well we can sort of move those weights and um I think it sort of suits us in that sense. Granted it'll be even even more disgusting. <laughs> but um I think we'll get through it and I think we can we can sort of do quite well and we can maybe surprise ourselves there.
0: very good Pete, do you think you will continue? Like you've you've found yourself going to a World Championships in any sport? That's pretty awesome. And and who knows where High Rocks will go? So to say that you got to the World Champs is epic. Are you going to keep going? Has this ignited something
1: that you didn't know was there, or will you park it? It's um, it's a great question, Benny. <laughs> it's it's definitely igniting something that I didn't know was there in terms of enjoying this uh, fitness style competition. um I, I will definitely keep doing high rocks I, I don't know in what capacity whether Reese and I do it again together or um, if I do it just with some friends in the mixed one or do uh, or in the teams one sorry or you know do do a mixed one with with my girlfriend you know who knows um, I think in terms of like elite performance this in the short term this will probably be um, this will probably be it in in the next year or so the reason for that is I, I Having come from rugby, I this isn't really what ticks my boxes all the way. I, I want to find new challenges, um, whether that's another team sport or another physical fitness challenge. There are a few things uh, I want to tick off uh, outside of High Rocks. Um, having said that, because they're so regular and so popular now, I will definitely be uh, competing in some capacity, um, just probably not at the same level as what Reese and I are going for in a couple of weeks.
0: But it. Reese, same question to you.
1: How, how about you?
0: How do you feel about it?
2: After having done all this running, I've never had some running in my program, and I'll, I'll definitely keep it in. Um, for now, the thought of the next rocks is something that I'm sort of looking towards, really. I'll probably look towards maybe doing some sort of like bulk phase in terms of putting some weight on and stuff like that. But I'll definitely keep the running in. And if that means that um, sort of my 5K times and my 10K times keep getting better, and I can keep strength in my legs and stuff. I ultimately think that the next time I eventually do a high rock, so I'll still be in a pretty good spot to do it, or maybe do even better. I think one of the best goal, one of the goals me and Pete had both had in this it, during this time was just to run a sub 25k, um, and we both managed to complete that during our training. So that was pretty cool. Um, but now having <laughs> having gone up against these um, all these pro athletes, um, a sub 25k doesn't seem that impressive, but. Um, you no, know, it was good to tick off. And it was one of those things. But for now, I think, um, just sort of focus my goals elsewhere for now. And like Pete said, if one comes up and I'm in a fit spot and I'm sort of injury free and I'm ready to do it, I'll probably just jump in and try give it a go again. And whether that's maybe doing the singles or doing it in doubles, um, again with Pete or, um, in the, in the relay just for some fun, that, that, that could, that could be an option too. But, um, obviously rugby season coming up soon as well. So I'm toying with the, with the idea of that. So. We'll see, Benny, we'll see.
0: Good man. Well, you've you've both done incredibly well so far, and as you said, you wanted to have one real crack at this opportunity you've got. So congratulations on getting this far. Let's, let's go back to race day for a second, the second race day. There was an element of expectation on you guys. You won the first time round, um, regardless of knowing who was going to rock up um, and participate. How were you feeling on that start line? Pete? I'll come to you first. You were on that start line, the very first race of day one
1: of High Rocks you two are ready to go how were you actually feeling at that point honestly mate I was absolutely buzzing like I that's the feeling that I've been chasing for like two years now <laughs> having not being able to play, not being able to play um, you know contact team sports anymore you know as you know you, you get that feeling most Saturdays, when you're in that sort of environment, when there's all these variables, and you're with your boys, and you don't know what's going to happen uh, in the next sort of 80 minutes in a rugby game, but I, I said to I said to everyone close to me after I said that I, I absolutely loved that because that was the exact feeling that that I've missed so much. Um, even though you kind of know what's coming, it was the whole thing. We there was that expectation um, on ourselves as well. Um, also, everyone else that our sponsors have put so much time and effort into us. Um, a lot of people were, yeah, expecting us to to sort of do well, um, which which I really enjoy. I, I enjoy that pressure, that expectation. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was just great to be in that competitive environment again, and um, and it didn't stop. You know, like even when we got tired, and and then coming into each station, and we were the first ones there, and having you on the MC and all of our sort of friends and loved ones there supporting as well. It was, it, it really was like that, um, you know, quite an emotional feeling of, uh, you know, being able to compete and and uh, be on a, some form of stage again. I, I absolutely loved it. Brilliant. Well, gents, congratulations
0: on on getting this far. Congratulations on a, an excellent race on the weekend. Good, man. Thank you, Benny. Thanks for having us on, mate. No problem. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Benny. That's it. Cheers, lads.
2: Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now.
0: We are heading to Paris for this week's hottest ticket in the world. The French Open is underway and what a tournament it is. We are missing the King of Clay dearly, Rafael Nadal. But I'm excited to see who takes the men's and women's crowns over the next couple of weeks. Have a great weekend and I'll see you for your sports fix next Music week. On RTHK. 3, 3, 3.